since our infancy in 2009, which is, you know, I'm just thinking 14 years the team's been in existence, is consistency. Um, you know, we don't necessarily adjust our, our marketing programs uh, to our client database. Um, we don't stop doing them when the, when the business starts going down. You know, we stockpile for when the business is slow so that we can reach out and touch them even more because that levels off our business. Like I said before, was we, we, we put a lot of time and effort into the people that love us. And if we're consistent with them, constantly in their mailbox, constantly dropping off gifts, constantly um, in their face in a positive way, uh, the only thing we can do is most likely add to that database. And that's what our intention is. So. Today we have with us Jim Ferguson and John Weaver from the Apex Realty Group, one of the top agents here in Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati market. And we're going to learn a little bit more about what's going good on their business and how successful they've been and what's got them there. Hey guys, where where did you guys end up uh, at the end of 2022 with your numbers and your sales volume? Uh, we were at 132 transactions uh, for a total of 42 million between Kentucky and Ohio. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, so you guys been out there for a while. How long have you all been in the business now? It'll be 19 years for the both of us this year each. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a long standing career. So we got we got a lot of great information that's going to come from these guys today and learning a little bit more on how what what they're doing to be successful and how they're staying successful in today's environment. So what if I was to ask you guys, what would you say are the three big basics that you do that really are the foundation of your your success? Um, we early on took on like most people try to, but we took on the philosophy of working by referral. Um, and then everything funnels underneath it. So the very first thing that I would put in order is working by referral. Once you can put, when you, once you can put that base in your business, and it takes a little bit of time to get there, but once you have that base, you must have, um, you have an expectation each year of what you can expect in return, providing your, your water in that, that base. Um, I guess the second thing would be is we've, we've adopted the team idea. So uh, strength in numbers. We have, a, we have a, a very good core here at Apex and um, we don't have a lot of turnover, knock on wood. Um, it's just we're, we're not set up like normal teams are to the benefit or to the, the negative of, of that. We, we just, when people come, they typically stay. So we're very fortunate in that. As far as number three, I have no idea. <laughs> I think he's asking you to step in there, John. You got to you finish it out, round it out with number three. I, I feel like, I mean, I, both of those first two kind of incorporate most of what benefits or drives Apex, in my opinion. Um, I think, you know, the, the, the people we put in place um, is, is one of the big ones. You know, it's we try to be pretty agent centric, um, but we also won't necessarily just take on agents to take on agents. We want to make sure there's a rule with inside the, the team that, that they fit. 
and they are, you know, kind of have the same culture that Apex is trying to, to maintain. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So if we were going to talk about some of the resources that you use that have helped to propel you to success, what would be two of the resources that you guys have utilized that have been able to help you with your success? I think, I think one of the first ones is leveraging, you know, hiring positions, hiring out to individuals to take on responsibilities within um, real estate that, you know, maybe aren't um, income generating or lead generating type of activities and putting people in place who are strong within, you know, those different environments. Um, now, I think the second one is our agents. Um, you know, I think without them and to what Jim said, uh, the power in numbers um, and the, the uh, almost cohesiveness within the team allows it to be a very positive free flowing environment versus, you know, I know some of the struggles with, with team dynamics is some of the, the drama or the internal, you know, angst amongst um, we're uh-huh. be fortunate in that situation. I think that a lot of that comes back by, or comes back to just making sure we're putting the right people on the team. Gotcha. So the team has been a very big core to your guys' success. So what what's the structure of your team look like? Um, really, it's a little unique. Um, not not a lot of teams have uh, two team leads. We'll call Jim and I. Um, Jim and I kind of mm-hmm. have our own roles within Apex. Um, we try, you know, to, we're beneficial in the partnership role where you know. Jim's strengths are a lot of my weaknesses and my strengths are some of Jim's weaknesses. And I think that's what's kind of kept us together this long um, and allowed us the, the growth that we've seen is, is we, we balance each other really well, in my opinion. Yeah. And then we have, we have one admin um, structure of our team. So the two leads um, depend on the admin to help us process inside of a big name brokerage, Keller Williams. There's a lot of compliance, so uh, Aaron is a key role in that, not only for John and I, but also for the six agents that work with us. Um, Our agents are unique in the way that they can not only just find buyers' homes, but they can also list. So it's really like we have a mini brokerage inside of a big brand. Um, With that flexibility, um, there are positive and negatives, but I feel like the positives far outweigh the negatives because the the guys and the girls don't feel like they're giving up part of their business just to be part of a team. Their opportunities just as great as ours are. And then also um, one small thing that we do that's very unique to the team is our commission structure is, is with the brokerage we work for is also tiered. So the more you sell with us, um, the leads still continue to come. The opportunities still get to come. The more you get to keep over a 12 month span. So um, unlike, unlike others, you're incentivized to sell more. And believe me, the agents keep track of that. They're, they're right on the point once they hit a million and once they hit 2 million, once they hit 3 million, they know where they are and they're expecting that extra five or 10%. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a great, uh, great incentive. So it's the two of you as the leads, an admin, and then six agents that go um, and work on the team too. And they do, both do buyers and they do listings. And that's unique in in a team structure for that to be that way. So that's, that's a really cool, a really cool way to do things. So um, 
one of the other questions I have for you is like, if you guys had a sneaky trick or something that you think is uh, like a, you know, something that's kind of helped out and it's not really something well known, are you something unique to you guys? What do you think it is that kind of helps you um, with your business? I'm, I'm going to hit back on the point Jim just made. And I think, you know, the being so agent centric um, has allowed for the retention and low turnover. Um, we've seen it, you know, other teams, um, constant turnover, you're constantly rebuilding and you're not really focused on growth. You're focused on trying to get back to where you were after these people mm -hmm. left. So, you know, being fortunate in the sense that, you know, we have some very seasoned uh, agents on our team who've been with us for, for a very long time allows us to avoid spending time on the challenges of rehiring, retraining and focus more on the growth aspect of, of the business. I'd like to, to piggyback on that truth, but I think one thing, if you talk about since our infancy in 2009, which is, you know, I'm just thinking 14 years, the team's been in existence, is consistency. Um, you know, we don't necessarily adjust our, our marketing programs uh, to our client database. Um, we don't stop doing them when the, when the business starts going down. You know, we stockpile for when the business is slow so that we can reach out and touch them even more because that levels off our business. Like I said before, was we, we, we put a lot of time and effort into the people that love us. And if we're consistent with them, constantly in their mailbox, constantly dropping off gifts, constantly um, in their face in a positive way, uh, the only thing we can do is most likely add to that database. And that's what our intention is. So uh, my overall thing we do uniquely is the overall consistency. Because I'll look inside this office, uh, you know, $150 million, Cindy Shetterly to Jennifer, who's 100, she's probably $60, $60 million. You know, we're at 42, but I'm telling you, we've been around the longest and we'll be around when they're gone. That's what, that's not whether we are or aren't, that's, that's what I choose to believe. Gotcha. Yeah, the consistency. I, I, I remember that, all this stuff started such a long time ago and we've worked together for a while now and you always consistently send those mailers out like the mailers and the, the, the cards and the note cards are always something consistent to the fact that I even got a note card from you when I went to uh, I, the event the other week with the, the lunch, you sent me a note card back thanking me for coming to the lunch. And I mean, it was just, that's it's consistency and mm -hmm. that is, testament to you and your consistency um if if you guys went back and and thought about this for a minute and said hey you're brand new in the business today what would your main focus be today if you were brand new in the business right now um well i can say you know when we bring um uh, agents on it's kind of twofold um we we do have a lead generating website that we use to try to generate business quickly for, for our agents. Uh, but more importantly, it's, it's the long-term relationship building. The database is what we're focused on. We know that does take a little bit more time. Um, so we try to offset that time of building our database and getting those in the database to trust us to be their, their resource for real estate. Um, and we try to implement, you know, essentially online leads to Mm -hmm. generate that initial business for the agents. Okay. 
And then Jim, what what's your what, what would your so you're saying focus on the this the sphere of influence and and your database and 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 um some of the online leads that come in from yours. Would you have anything uh, different to add or would you say the same thing, Jim? It's the same, but it's different. It's there is the online lead portion, but also if if you're not going to if if you're not going to do the online lead, you don't feel comfortable with the alternative is get live leads. You know, be involved in a bunch of different things. Put yourself in a situation where um, that you have the opportunity to meet people and bring people into your database that maybe you wouldn't by sitting on your butt inside the office. So one way that I personally like to do is through nonprofits, not nonprofits I don't believe in, just to you know be at a nonprofit, but find out what your pulls on your heartstrings. What is your, find out what your big why is obviously other than your family and see if you can't parlay that experience and that philip philip what is that called say it philanthropic put put together that philanthropic (laughs) um, endeavor and and parlay that into meeting more people and if i could learn how to talk i could do more (laughs) that's the one thing that's helped jim back in his career the inability to speak (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. The uh, the one thing that is clear about that is that you're saying like be with um, pick a cause and you're also not only are you going to meet people that potentially could be business partners with you, but you're also meeting people that all believe in the same cause. So hopefully you have some other bonds that you build with these people as relationships too, because if you're all going for the same thing and you're all helping the same cause or you're all in the same thing together, then you're just meeting new people and building new friendships and and that. So I think that that's a definitely great piece of advice for someone that's new that's coming in is like get involved in their community and to get out there and and do some of the philanthropy work, philanthropic work, however you want to say it, uh, the best best way. do you guys have anything else that you'd like to add if you if you were potentially new coming into the business that might be helpful that we didn't get a chance to talk about that I didn't touch on? The first thing when you got done saying that sentence as a, you know, anything else I was thinking, um, one of our competitors and one of the other brokerages, they use a line pretty consistently. It matters who you're with. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, Mm-hmm. But there are, I was just talking to John, there's 124 different brokerages. So everybody, there's something for everybody and what fits. My encouragement would be not go with the first choice that your cousin's friend is telling you to go with. You are the one doing the interviewing. You as the agent or the associate broker, you're going and talking to the Susan Huffs and the Kent Dailies and everybody. You find out what's the best fit personality wise and who aligns well with your goals. And that's who you choose. I can tell you ours should be a good consideration, but we're not the only gig in town. Do yourself a favor, interview a bunch. So when you do make the choice, if you're going to go with, you're not second guessing it as soon as you go in. Because I can tell you from a, from a public standpoint, it's not a good look to jump around, but do your due diligence up front and hire mm-hmm. and, and you hire the best brokerage. And, and I would tag on that with, you know, we say the same thing to agents who are trying to join Apex. We want them to meet, and talk to other teams, other companies before they commit to us because we want them to see either A, the value we provide or maybe there's better value outside for them somewhere else. And honestly, you know, I think for everyone's sake, it's better to find that out before versus after. 
I agree 100%. That was a great, great value add right there, Jim, throwing that in there. And John, you too, that, um, that's very important to make sure you're around, surrounded by yourself with the, the like people that have the same common goals. Oh, well, guys, I, I can tell you this. I really appreciate you coming on and, um, answering all these great questions and bringing just basically being John and Jim, like you guys are, it's uh, always a pleasure to be around you guys. And I, I really do appreciate you for being on, on today. Thanks for having us, Brad. Thanks guys. Thanks.